Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with our custom of following up our Christmas message with a message for the new year. This sermon was delivered on December 26, 2021. Each new year, Pastor Harris warns us of anti-biblical ideas or trends found in our society. This week, we cover the issues of postmodernism, gender fluidity, redefined racism, diversity, and inclusion, to name a few. Please follow along as Pastor Jim delivers today's portion of this week's message entitled, Don't Be Carried Away. We opened up the mailbox one day last week, and uh, I got a postcard from the Department of Health and Welfare. The purpose of the postcard was to notify me, now brace yourself for this, the postcard was to notify me that they were going to send me a letter. I don't know how I was supposed to prepare for this event or what the significance was. Um, and I just thought that's government silliness. You have to be a government bureaucracy to do anything that silly. Just send the letter, you know. Uh, well, they did send a letter. It arrived in the post office on the same day as the postcard. <laughs> I, I chalked that up to standard government foolishness. And by the way, Marcia got an identical postcard and letter on that same day. Well, then... I read the letter. The purpose of this letter was to advise me about my advanced directive for end-of-life preferences. You know, you can fill out those things and have them on file so that if you're taken to a hospital and the system has the information, your wishes will be followed for whether you want to be resuscitated or not, things like that, what, uh, what you would do. Um, and then wanted to notify me of a new regulation. The new regulation says that if I am pregnant, my non-resuscitation orders will be ignored. So I read the letter again, and that's really what it actually said. So I did exactly what you're doing. I laughed at the absurdity of sending that letter to a nice suburban couple in their 70s. And then... The import of that letter sunk in. There was a reason behind it. Someone is believing the delusion that there's no such thing as specific genders. So they were notifying me that now I can say, yippee, if I change my mind about whether I'm a boy or a girl and I get pregnant, my state government will look out for the unborn child. So, what's going on? It was someone forced to write that utterly absurd letter because of redefining a word that has a very specific meaning, gender. 
You see, this is where the world is headed. A few days later, our um, friends, who are also part of Heritage Bible Church, who bought Marsha's mom's house, she lived right across the street from us until she could no longer live alone, they gave to us a piece of mail that came addressed to my mother-in-law. It was a summons for jury duty. Now, a lot of you know, or knew Leah Fern, this dear lady went to be with the Lord over two years ago, just short of her 101st birthday. So we decided, well, maybe we should stop voting in her name. Um, <laughs> that one doesn't advance my reasoning at all, except to illustrate trusting in big government that's not the way to get the best answers. Now, did you hear some encouraging news? The um, CEOs of two major airlines, I'm pretty sure it was American and Southwest, two of the largest airlines in the country, they said in an interview that with the new sanitation regimen on airlines and the new uh, air filtration systems, the most high-tech air fil filtration systems, on airplanes, they said there seems to be no value in wearing masks on airplanes. And they said that airplanes are among the safest indoor public spaces these days. Now, I can't scientifically test that, but I have a feeling those guys have some information that I don't have. And I thought, that's kind of encouraging. Not surprisingly, within a couple of days or less, chief medical advisor to the President of the United States, Dr. Anthony Fauci, quickly said, I don't think so. He says, it will be forever, forever best to take that extra step. Does it seem like it was a split second from, we need three weeks to crush this thing, to, you're going to have to wear masks forever. Is the world going crazy? Yeah, what do they need? Truth and a commitment to truth. The world is slipping rapidly into mass insanity, and that's the world in which we need to operate. So, I started thinking about a New Year's message, and I thought of a New Year's idea, and another one, and another one, and another one, and another one, and I couldn't settle on one. Um, so, I decided, I'm going to ask for some help. I decided to ask my fellow Heritage Bible Church elders what they thought would be best to share with you as we head into 2022. I asked for uh, brief points of what these men would like me to say, and um, I want you to remember as I share these things with you, these are suggestions that come from the men who are described in this verse. Hebrews 13, 17. It's addressed to all of us. Obey your leaders and submit to them. For they keep watch over your souls as those who will give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with grief. For this would be unprofitable for you. This is from, these are suggestions I'm going to share with you from people who will stand before God to give an account for how we have cared for the souls Count Heritage Bible Church as their church family. So here are the responses I received. Obviously, I didn't make any of them into a sermon because I've just spent two-thirds of the sermon doing an introduction. 
But one just very succinctly said, how about Acts 2.42? Well, that would be great. I could preach a New Year's sermon on Acts 2.42. I may have it sometime. I know that Scott Basolo preached on that passage one of the Sundays that I was gone this last year. What is Acts 2.42, you say? Well, right after the first um, 3,000 people came to the Lord um, on the day of Pentecost, describing them in the early church, it says, they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Well, I can say, good suggestion, and we fully intend to do just that. The next one, Psalm 46, I think, is most applicable to the state of the world. Now, to be honest, if I had gotten this one a few days earlier, I might have just preached on Psalm 46. What does Psalm 46 say? God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride. Selah, a Hebrew word that means rest as in a poem or a song. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised His voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Selah. Come, behold, the works of the Lord who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. And the dear friend who said that, he said, God is our strong refuge. And even if the world rages against Him, He is where we run. Well, I can say, great suggestion. We pledge to live and teach in light of what that psalm says. Here's the next one. My recommendation is that we need to emphasize the importance of the Word of God and the importance of immersing ourselves in the study of the Word. And he elaborated, God is far greater than most of us realize, and we must strive to know Him and glorify Him with our whole heart, mind, and strength. Well, amen. 2022, Lord willing, uh, we'll finish Ephesians on Wednesday night. Scott will finish the book of Daniel. And what are we going to do next? We're going to start new books. We're going to keep going. We'll keep going with our Sunday school classes, maybe add more of them. We're going to do some special training sessions and Lord willing, maybe get some home groups started in this coming year. All to that end, emphasize the truth. Here's another one. Our culture is increasingly pushing demonic philosophies, demanding that we accept false narratives that fly in the face of reality as God created it. That is the truth. And even our media channels, educators, and those in governmental positions of authority over us are deeply involved. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.